What's up, my babies? It's your stepdad, stepson, Wolf. Wolf the dog's dog, taking over the airwaves here on 694.2 PTBP. Due to a frankly terrifying display of holiday cheer, aka Wolf the dog goggled down more steaming mollusk swap than the rest of family combined in our semi annual chowder chowdown challenge. Oh, Wolf is in the dumpster, and he's breathing, but it's real high-pitched. Now it is something to do called Howling with Wolf. So, how does the man who drives the snowplow get to work in the morning? Next is a non-sequitur transition into fucking Mark Zuckerberg. But for real... Help my fake dad out. Talk about app pretending part on the internet and give them money on Patreon. Sometimes people write five star reviews on the Apple Podcast app and he gets so happy because he feels validated and understood. And that means a lot to dogs like Wolf. Now put down the booze and listen for clues. It's time for the news. Last time, Leon told Clark that he would become the overseer, go back in time, and start the circle of knowledge. Leon split the party, tried to shoot Clark with a dart gun, got fucked by Joel's uncanny ability to quit, and then Leon and Clark came to an understanding. Fulfilling their original plan, the two headed over to the administration building where they heard numbers coming from a voice at the end of a dark hallway. Keith and John went to Harriet Mox's dorm. John lost touch again and focused on the Bruce Robin numbers while Keith scoured Harriet's room for clues. Turns out, Harriet's roommate Amelia thinks the suicide story is fishy and Harriet was on search for two things. The most corrupt corporation in the city and the overseer. And now... To the middle of a poorly timed holiday theme storyline, even when Quark is being a dick, it's a track that makes my ball drop. Welcome to 2020, motherfuckers. It's Kudzu with no backbone. <laughs> Girth knife, baby girth knife. She's so girthy. Girth knife, baby girth knife. She's so girthy. Girthy. So, Joe, Clark Bishop is walking down this hallway. Uh, I actually decided to go the other way. Yep, that makes a lot of sense. So, when you turn back the <laughs> other way, you find Cthulhu. <laughs> ah, dang it, I go the other way then. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> so as you're walking down toward the office, you see these two figures in the distance. And as you come up on them, you see that one is very short and very slight in stature and also slender. And the small one is uh, jumping up and poking at the other figure, who is played by Justin. Hi. Yes. <laughs> what is he? What does your character look like, Justin? 
six one, six two, kind of tall, dark, nice hair. Mm. He's he. You can tell he takes care of his appearance. He's dressed up quite nicely. All right, and this little fella is just like jumping up and poking you in the chest over and over, and he's just like, "Oh, come on, please hit me, God, please just hit me in the face." I'm gonna I'm gonna need you to stop right now, please. Oh gosh, I would love two four if you just and he mumbles some other words and is like, "Please just hit me, hit me, hit me." Oh God. If you don't, I'll have to do it to myself. I, I grab him and I shake him and I go, I'm not. Yeah, just like that. No. Yeah. I'm not going to touch your skin with my skin. You're doing it right now. No. Okay. Oh. And then he like, uh, he runs over <laughs> to one of the walls nearby and just starts like slamming his head into the wall. Oh, Jesus. And he starts hollering. He's like, it's not the same. It's not the same when I do it. And Clark Bishop. Uh, <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Leon Simpson walk up into that. Can I get a, a sense of age from, of these two people? Are they students? Can I tell? Yeah, they seem to be students. Uh, the shorter one looks to be a young-looking freshman in college. Uh, I look to be in my early 20s, let's say. Let's say. And then it's true. Once you say it. <laughs> That's how role-playing works. Yeah. I walk up to you, the well-dressed one who's not slamming his head against the wall. It's not as good. Sir, can you... What, what's Hold, ha- on. What's Hold on. Give me one moment. <laughs> Sir? <laughs> and he's looking up at this banner outside the administration office, and it's like hanging over uh, these windows looking into the office. And the banner says, at the end of the 10th day... My true love had given me blank gifts, and it's uh, capital G I F F S. And Leon looks up at it, and he's like, "Oh, the administration office. It's right there." Is the banner handwritten? No, no, it is well made, and it is in a very uh, festive font. It's uh, is it? Uh... It's not the same when I do it myself. Oh, hi there, sir. And he, this little guy, walks oh, up shit. to you, <laughs> and he's like, "Will you please hit me? Oh God, just please." Just like punch me, punch me, punch me, punch me, punch me. I don't, I don't want to do that. Sir. You? What about you? And he looks at Leon. Leon's like, I don't. Do you know? Is this door? Un- I'm just gonna check. And walks over, and the administration office is unlocked. So Leon just like opens the door and turns back, and he's like, Oh, come on, come on, please, just like one good punch. Why and- do you want me to hit you? Oh, I'd love it. But why? With my with my body, like every single inch of me just wants and needs you to hit me, please. Four, three, d- oh God, just hit me, please. Why are, you, why are you saying those those numbers? Numbers? I punch him. Hey! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> As this kid falls to the ground, he's just like, yeah! <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> I can get back to these puzzles I'm trying to solve. Why was your friend acting so crazy like that? I just stare back at the sign again, completely ignoring. I look up at the sign. It was received 10 gifts. At the end of the 10th day, my true love had given me blank gifts. Oh, um, I can I can do that. (laughs) Oh, shit. I can't do that because I don't remember how high it goes. 13? Is it 13 days of Christmas? Sir, will you please? That one was really good, but if you could just send me right over the top. Leon looks at you and is like, "Ah, should I? He was saying numbers. That's why. Yeah, I'll punch him too. And just like (laughs) fucking slams him in the face. And the kid falls to the ground. He's like, yes! Oh, yeah! 
oh, thank you, sir, and just like scrambles off and dips into the darkness of the corridor and runs away. Oh, shit. How did he look after the, both of those hits? Did we like bloody him? Ecstatic <laughs> and also, yeah, bloody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah a trail of uh, this little boy's, uh, 18-year-old boy's blood. <laughs> We established college age. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's 18 on this podcast from here on out. Leaves a trail of his boy blood. I look look back at the well-dressed one like, what the hell? Why did he want us to hit him? I honestly have no idea. He would not stop asking me. Did you know him before just now? I have no idea who this person was. Well, all right. But I thank you from the bottom of my heart for striking him multiple times. You're not thinking of numbers right now, are you? What are you talking about? Okay, just had, just checking. You're not thinking of numbers at all? And you guys look down and you see like Leon had flipped on the lights in the office. When the lights come on, you see that the walls of the hallway and the office are just covered in numbers. Oh, shit. The entire inner workings of this building have just been like chalk, sharpie, pen, blood, semen, everything, just like yeah, semen and then everything (laughs) (laughs) have been used to write numbers all over these walls and the floor and the ceiling. I uh, look a little scared at the well-dressed guy. You didn't write any of these, did you? I didn't even know these were here until that guy flipped the lights on. What are you doing here, son? What's your name? What are you doing here? Uh, my name is Donovan Westhaven. Oh, hey, Donovan. I'm I'm Leon. Nice to meet you. Yeah. What are you doing here? Oh, I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to solve this riddle. You can see it up on this uh, banner up here. Why? It's the Christmas. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> It's the Christmas I don't remember, huh? And then he like literally looks to the bottom right of the banner and there is a logo for the Jingle Ball hosted by CSU. The Jingle Ball. It's a holiday episode at pretending to be people. This is where the tinkling music comes in. <laughs> Justin? It's whatever our- Yeah, I'll, I'll figure. Whatever our normal logo is now has Christmas lights hanging off of each letter. Oh, that's adorable. <laughs> <laughs> and all the scary music is now, um, it all has like nice little bells sleigh in the ground. Yeah. And yes, a lot of sleigh, just only sleigh bells. That's Ooh. the only difference. <laughs> just got this constant jingling in the background. <laughs> which, which might be more horrifying. <laughs> We're trading out Carpenter for Williams. The jingling <laughs> never stops. <laughs> Clark looks up at that banner. That's just, uh, that's just the number plus them all. So you. If it's the 10th day, it's 10 gifts, and the day before that, they would have gotten nine. You just add them all up. I think it's, uh, uh, carry the one, 55? I think, it's, I think it's 55. I don't know. Yeah, you have to do what now? Your fir- The first day, your lover gave you a partridge in a pear tree. Sure. Second day, gave you two or something, two French hens, uh-huh. two, two turtle doves. And a partridge in a pear tree. What is this from? Oh, does she give you the all the gifts again and then day. on the third day it's three something or others and then two turtle doves and a partridge in a pear tree right if am she, i singing the song right you're singing the song right i just figured that each day she was given the extra new gift she wasn't repeating the previous day's gifts every time if that's the case the math's a lot higher i mean i it could be higher i i don't know i'm i'm more should we go in the office yeah i just i think that's the answer to the question on the banner yeah let's go in the office 
I, I turned to the well-dressed guy. Uh, you have a you have a pleasant can you pleasant t- day, sir. Can you tell me what that number was again? I've forgotten already. I think it's fifty-five. But if Leon's right, this is Leon, by the way. If, Hi, Leon. Hey, Donovan. Hi. If Leon's correct, the number would be a lot higher, and I don't have the time to do the math right now on it, which seems like an outrageous number of presents. And I thought the first number was an outrageous number. <laughs> <laughs> that lady loves that guy. Clark, you're not doing Christmas right. <laughs> and he walks into the office. Uh, with the lights on, you see that the everything in this office is covered in numbers. Uh, the desks, the chairs, like anything that people could possibly write on are covered in these numbers. And he walks over to a computer. Weirdly enough, there's just one main computer in this office space and there is a a monitor and keyboard normal computer stuff leon looks at it and is like all right well i guess let's boot it up and there's a passcode to get in (sighs) any ideas leon i mean and he starts rifling through the desk looking around the area you see that there are pictures sitting at this desk of a woman she seems to be in her early 20s, same as Donovan. What was that last name, Donovan? West Haven. All right. Similar age of Donovan West Haven. And you see that the pictures are with trophies from scavenger hunt championships with this person holding trophies up. And you see the name engraved on the trophies is Amelia Locke, L-O-C-K-E. With an E. And then there's also a group photo of a lot of girls who seem to be 18, 19 years old, as well as this nice Amelia nice Lock. And, <laughs> God damn it. and uh, the frame on this picture says best RA ever. And they're all holding up a sign that says third floor gifts house, which is G-I-F-F-S space house let me let me try something here leon and i'm gonna try lock l-o-c-k-e as a password it does not work i'm gonna try amelia it does not work i'm gonna try amelia lock it does not work okay well we've exhausted all of our options yep (laughs) we're done here Clark, I think what we we might need to just find this Amelia Lock and then convince her to unlock this computer. No, 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 no. We're gonna we're just gonna sit here and guess until we get it. Okay, sounds good. What's your next guess? Uh, zero 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 one. Okay, that one didn't work. Zero 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 two. I tried that one as well. Zero 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 three. Okay, I think we're on to something. <laughs> You're locked out for the next uh, <laughs> hour. Ah, shit. Should have <laughs> thought of that. Oh, we didn't even try password. Oh, we definitely should have tried password. It was password. <laughs> <laughs> it was either password or guest. <laughs> yeah. so, oh, shit. Admin. Yeah, you yeah. really fucked up. <laughs> Admin 123. <laughs> Go ahead and roll alertness for me. I pass a 21 on a 70. You notice that on the opposite side from where you were standing outside with Donovan in the hallway, from the vantage of inside the office, you see that there's actually some stuff printed on the back of the banner is a map of campus and the four dormitories have their names listed. And the dorms are called Maymay House, Tinder's House, Redite House, and Gifts House. 
Uh, will you go ahead and just spell those for my own sanity? Yeah, May May is M A Y M A Y. Tinders is T Y N E D E R S. Redite is R E E D I G H T. And GIFs is G I F F S. Those are hell of some names. Yeah, those are some hells of some names. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, uh, Leon, this uh, this this picture here with Amelia it looks like it's the the gifts the gifts house. That's if you want to find Amelia, I think that's our best spot. Are we sure there aren't any paper records in here, though? I mean, we might just be able to thumb through the files. Yeah, we absolutely could. And you look and see that all of the file cabinets have locks on them. Wow. I know. Dagnab. I mean, we could like blow them up or I don't know, like we shoot the locks on them or... How pressed for time do you feel we are, Leon? Do you, do you want to go on a scavenger hunt like Amelia here likes and find Amelia? Or should we Donovan. take care of business here? Oh, yeah, yeah. How hard are these scavenger hunts usually? I mean, for me, extremely hard. But I, uh... I don't know. Everyone else seems to be a genius at this university. <laughs> I don't know. Do you want to go to the Jingle Ball? Any any help I could get to do this? I need I need this win, guys. I need it. I mean, yeah, we can uh, we can go on a scavenger hunt. I guess you know people's lives are in the balance here, right, Leon? I mean, that's people's lives are always in the balance, Clark. Sometimes you just got to do a scavenger hunt for a holiday episode. <laughs> if, <laughs> if I don't solve. <laughs> <laughs> If, if I don't solve this scavenger hunt, I will literally die emotionally, <laughs> oh, not physically. Oh, Donovan, the stakes. You just raised them to the right level for old Clark to get involved. <laughs> I'm going to need you to take it down a notch, Clark. I'm, so, uh, I'm sorry. I just got excited that you needed help, and I'm here to help you, and we're going we're gonna to solve this uh, scavenger hunt then. Okay, calm down, Clark. <laughs> you just not see that important. Leon's eyes are big, and he looks at you, and he's like, look at you, saving people. Sometimes it feels like it. That's what I was meant to do. All right. Well, let's go to either 55 or 330 Gifts House. Yeah. I mean, I think mine's correct. But if you think that she's given all those presents every day, let's go to yours. <laughs> <laughs> so when you guys walking across campus, it is, again, a ghost campus. There's nobody out and about. You hear some like. Chuckle, 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 chuckle. <laughs> just like from you know just like normal noises from across campus just like some creepy noises not yeah. to dissuade your foley work because sure. that was wonderful thank you but was it all obviously emitted by a human or is there some of those that are actual animal noises at least one of those was a, a an owl <laughs> okay it wasn't the one that sounded like an owl <laughs> That was a person. And you guys make it over to Gift's house unobstructed. And when you get in there, you see there's a little secretary desk on the right and the sitting area on the left with a baby grand piano. And then ahead of you, there is a glass wall with a door there. And all the lights are out, by the way. Nobody's sitting at that receptionist's desk. Nobody is sitting at the receptionist's desk. The, uh, the lonely glow of the computer there is shining onto an empty chair behind it. Clark is just going to point at the computer and I'm motioning for Leon. Hey, Le- Leon, you want to check on that? And Clark is going to go like, to. is there a staircase in here? So when you walk forward past the desk, you would see there's hallways on either side of you. And there are doors with like the little stairwell markings on both sides, right or left. Well, I just kind of, Clark just wants to yell down if there's nobody around. Uh, uh, hello? Anybody? Anybody here? 
Roll an alertness for me. Justin, you want to roll some dice? Yeah. Roll an alertness for me. I bet you have Which, like a 60 in an alertness. Uh, two, uh, D10s. Yeah, I rolled two D10s. Them, I they are. <laughs> he doesn't even know which dice to roll. <laughs> hey, Joe. <laughs> hey, Joe. Shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> it's so dark in here. I he failed. Failed. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Is a double a uh, crit fail? You crit failed. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. I don't I, I I failed also, not a crit though. Perfect. Well, uh, as you're just like stumbling around in the darkness, Donovan walks over into a hallway that is an offshoot from the bigger hallway that leads to the stairwell, and the light comes on. You see that the walls on either side of you are just covered in these numbers, and like on it, there's some sigils posted up now, and it's just some sigils, sigils, oh, shit. yeah, and it's all written in the same, just like varying materials. As soon as the lights come on, you just hear from a door in this hallway. There are three doors in this hallway, and from inside one of them, you hear no, 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 five, six, four, five, 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 six, four, shit. no, no. The door cracks open, and you just hear, Please turn out the lights. Oh, my God. <laughs> Donovan slowly shuts the lights off, <laughs> backs away. <laughs> Thank you. And the door shuts real quick. Okay. And there's silence. You're, you're welcome. Hey, Donovan, come, come back this way. This, 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 stay away from that... Uh, that area there real yeah, fast. I think that's a good idea. Donovan, I, I, I know you didn't ask for this, but there's a chance that we're wrapped up in something real bad here, and those numbers might be infectious. So if you hear numbers, you might close your ears or maybe don't look at them. I'm not sure how it works. Hey, Leon, you know how this thing transfers? He doesn't respond, and when you look over at him, he's actually wearing his noise-canceling headphones. Ah, fuck. I tap him on the shoulder. <laughs> Oh, he startled, looks over at you, and he points at the computer screen, and he's pulled up the room number for... Amelia Locke. Amelia Locke. She lives in 328 Gifts House, and her roommate is Harriet Marks. Ah, it's all coming together. You notice when you turn back around the glass panel of windows looking into a separate room... Uh, the glint of the uh, computer screen kind of shines over there enough for you to make out a pool table in that room. And you assume it's some sort of entertainment or games room. There's probably nothing fucked up in there. <laughs> hey, Leon. Leon. He takes the headphones off and he's like, yeah, I'm just trying to, you know, protection. From the numbers, right? Yeah. You got a couple extra pairs of those? Oh, you seem already fucked and this one's a dum-dum, so should be fine. You think I'm already fucked? Well, that's why we're here, right? To fix what happened to you. I mean, I feel like we snapped out of it, didn't we? We're not, we're, I'm not saying numbers now, am I? You're not right now. We'll see about that. I don't know. Maybe I've been inoculated. Maybe that's what happened here. Maybe maybe since I've already done the numbers thing and you snapped me out of it, you snapped all of us out of it, maybe I don't have numbers in me anymore. I hope that that's true. All right. Boy, it seems like you don't know as much as I thought you might have known about all this. Donovan, how many numbers have you been privy to? Yeah, there's been, uh, people keep, uh, shouting numbers at me constantly. It's really annoying, actually. I don't... Do you have blackouts or gaps in your memory in the last few days, or...? No, no, no. Feeling pretty good, actually. A little look, hungry, a little peckish. <laughs> I look at Leon. <laughs> I mean, maybe he's the thing we're looking for. He sounds like he might be immune to it or something. I don't... I'm a man. Not a thing, Joe Clark. <laughs> Joe Clark. Joe Clark. 
What? <laughs> uh, I'm so, I'm sorry, Donnie. I uh, I accept your apology this time. Just don't do it again. I did mean to dehumanize you because you might be an antidote of some sort that we need. Your blood or something. Oh my god! Yes, that's that's fucking brilliant. What's happening? Nothing. Uh, you'll just want to stay with us. We have to protect him. Sure. Our office was already doing that. Were you not? Oh shit, Leon. I just mean like it's a priority now. Gotcha. Yeah. I sure. I definitely was protecting him before. <laughs> Donovan is staring at his phone, like swiping through whatever social media exists in this universe. (laughs) (laughs) Completely oblivious to you talking about him right next to him. What's going on, dude? I think we're going to... We're going to go up to Amelia's room now, I think is the... Yeah, that works for me. Stairs? Yeah, whatever will get me to the prize. Eye on the prize. That's right, Donnie. You got a real tiger spirit. I'm going to need you to not call me Donnie again. Uh, Mr. So, Westworth? Yeah, no. It, <laughs> yeah, no. You can call me Donovan. That's what everyone calls me, even my mom. Uh, all right, Donovan. Thank you. Did he sound like your mom when he said that? Let's go. And he uh, he starts walking towards the stairs. Uh, when you get into the stairwell, it's also pitch black, and it is lit up a little red with the exit sign right across from you as you walk in. There's, an, there's a door outside from here as well. And when you walk into the third floor, we'll find out what you see later oh shit this is where we where we we stop being here and boys do other things otherwhere we'll see see what happens otherwere otherwheres things are about to happen you guys don't exist to me anymore blip out yeah you do you do you do everyone exists that was okay bye Thomas, I have good news and bad news. Just give me the good news then. Okay. The good news is it's almost Christmas. Yeah. I'm looking forward to, um, I mean, it's it's always nice this time of year when the podcast gets around to the gameplay. Sure. And I'm really looking forward to three or four years from now <laughs> when we get to December 25th in, in, actual in the game, game world. Yeah. yeah. So we've been recording for two years, releasing for a year. <laughs> and we've made it all the way from December 1st to December 6th. What a week. And way back in the past and then way back in the future past. Yeah. (laughs) I bet we'll make it by the end of tonight. All the way to Christmas. To Christmas. (laughs) All the way to Christmas. Spoilers. Hey, I have to tell you the bad news. Okay. John Lee Pettymore is gaining a new mania and it is going to completely engross him. Oh, he didn't reach his breaking point. I know he didn't, but it's a part of a mechanic for this arc that this mania will absolutely dominate every other mania that you've had before and every role-playing decision that you make. So it's going to be kind of important, and I hope you roll well. So you're going to roll three D100s, and we'll look at the list and see what you got. 94. Okay, keep rolling. 89. Ooh, that's a good one, I bet. Sounds like it. Yeah, it's high. <laughs> 99. Whoa, Jesus. Yeah. All right, so 94 is Theomania, belief that he or she is a god. <laughs> 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 I think maybe Ooh. we've got a winner right off the bat. Yeah, if, if you can get me back in a room with Joe. Oh, we've got another really good one. 89 is Scribblomania, an obsession with scribbling or doodling. 
Interesting. That's really, really appropriate. And then 99 is Xenomania, which is an obsession with foreign things. I'm going to choose Theophilia or Theo. What was it? Theomania? You love God. I love God. What was it? (laughs) Theomania. Theomania. Belief that he or she is a God. There's two gods in this role playing game now. (laughs) And that's not counting any of the uh, elders. Uh, Something older than me. Older than John Lee Pettymore himself. (laughs) As far as we know, I'm ageless. I came out of a spine as a little ball. I can do anything. I am planet juggernaut and I am your god. Hell yeah. It's important in Delta Green to really give people a uh, sense of hero worship over their own character. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get into it. So I know we're past Christmas, but we still have a lot of holiday traditions that take place around the end of December and the beginning of January, or mostly the in-between, therefore, of the two situations with which we call calendar months within a year into the next one. But I was wondering what your guys' favorite family traditions are from the holiday season. No, I don't want to tell you. You're going to make it something scary. I'm going to make it something <laughs> so scary. You're going to use it You're against twist us. us. Yeah. I don't trust like that. <laughs> Justin, <laughs> I've always said that you should trust more. Yeah. I just don't, though. <laughs> and it hurts. <laughs> How can Zach manipulate you if you don't trust him? <laughs> it's really fucking hard to gaslight you when you don't trust the words I say, Justin. I'm sorry, Zach. When I was a kid, we used to listen to a song uh, when we were hanging up the ornaments on the tree. We'd always listen to Christmas music. And one of our favorites was a Muppet Christmas Carol soundtrack to mm-hmm. that movie. It yeah. is great. But my personal favorite growing up was a song by John Denver. Uh, this isn't a joke. This is just true. It, the, he has a song called Merry Christmas, Little Zachary. Oh, mm. that's you. <laughs> and it, it made my heart warm. Did you know he died? Really nice. Yeah, he's dead. We made it scary for you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and now every time I hear it, I can only... Uh, so when I, when I heard the song as a child, I could always immediately visualize John Denver's face wherever he was in the world. But now I just see Since his rotting corpse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> Which is cool and festive, but it's not, you know, what I'm looking for. So I had to stop listening to that song. You could just think of this instead. Luke uh, just handed. Oh my god, dude! Stop it! (laughs) It's a. It's it's a picture of John Denver's plane crash. (laughs) (laughs) That's not his. It's just a plane crash. It's any plane crash. (laughs) It's wildly inappropriate. No matter. (laughs) Merry Christmas, everybody. Uh, other than the uh, normal like Christmas morning stuff that I absolutely love, uh, we have a weird tradition in the family that Christmas Eve, 
we do a frozen pizza and oyster soup. What? That is interesting. A- very weird. Isn't that weird? Uh, so the frozen pizzas, I think, comes from my mom, and they've just chalked it up as like she not wanting them. to cook the night before Christmas. Okay. And then I think my dad maybe brought the oysters. No, that might have been hers also, but the oyster soup is like a really great fancy oyster soup that my dad makes, and mm. it's great, 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 and it's really weird to have them together, and I love yeah, it. Yeah, it doesn't sound good. <laughs> it's weird, and I, it, I, it's, I don't know if I could recommend it, but I it's a Christmas it's memory. special to you, yeah. <laughs> what do you guys do? while you're having this like weird dichotomous meal it's with family friends instead of family it's the uh, it i i i do sunday suppers with a bunch of people that i've done since i was a why'd baby. your voice change when you said that because it's so wholesome and sweet he's a little <laughs> he's a little child and it's that group i get together with that group for that christmas eve oh, that's fun yeah i like that justin what's your family do on uh my family is weird because we don't do jack shit on christmas we do everything on christmas eve and we do mm. an all like homemade italian meal oh hell yeah because my awesome. grandparents who immigrated from argentina in argentina it's like a ton of italian food so they just uh we just wonder why that, that is because there's a lot of italians <laughs> <laughs> Luke, do you do anything for Christmas? <laughs> uh, we eat a uh, Christmas lunch, and it's like a bunch of like appetizers, like little Smokies and meatballs. Ooh. Oh, nice. That's yeah. nice. And also... <laughs> <laughs> so uh, my family for Christmas, um, my stepmom will always make uh, fresh cinnamon rolls. Ooh. Uh, and then we drink mimosas. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, it's oh God. Justin it's hasn't good. been on mic in a while. <laughs> you learned to not sneeze. <laughs> oh God! Have you seen that video of Trump getting pissed off at the guy who sneezes? Anyway, we don't need to talk about monsters on yeah. this show. It's it's Christmas. It's time to think about pleasant things. Not and, real horror. Yeah. Um, and then uh, my stepsister, who like uh, is a chef, she went to culinary school and everything. Oh, credentials! She makes us these dope eggs benedict damn hell yeah yeah it's a lot of fun that sounds awesome. we get sloshed and we eat cinnamon rolls and eggs benedict dude yeah, that Thomas sounds wins that's incredible we're all coming over okay done all right so you guys are all standing in different places so clark bishop and donovan westerfuck are walking down the hallway of the third floor of the gifts building gifts house As you're walking down that hallway, you see that the light is on in one of the rooms down the hallway. And looking at the numbers, you would see like, oh, shit, that that might actually be the one that we're looking for, the 328 number. And when you arrive there, you find Keith Vigna and John Lee Pettymore standing in room 328 of Gift's house. Uh, Is Leon with us? Oh, yeah, I'm here. For sure. Always been here. Never not. Clark just knocks on the door jam. Fellas? Oh, hey, uh, hey, Clark. John, like, turns with a start and sees you and sees where he is, and he's like, it, it is true. I can, anything I want, I'm right there. What? Hello. Hey, I'm glad you snapped out of it. Sn- snap, snapped out of it? What? More like snapped into it. Uh, did you guys take the elevator up here? Uh, I believe we took the stairs, didn't we? Uh, well, there's a dead body in the elevator, and he saw it, and he started, uh, he just kind of... Blanked out and started writing uh, Bruce Robin the the code for Bruce Robin. The, no. the, place. the numbers again. Yeah, maybe that's what it seemed like. I dragged him along with me. Corporeal form dead, but yeah. Well, John, were you writing? Were you writing numbers? Do you ever feel? Do you ever feel immense? Period. Period. Question mark. <laughs> 
immense. I mean, I've been working out some, but you are looking big. a little Camille right now. Topical <laughs> <laughs> weeks from now. No, of, of course, you wouldn't understand. Um, <laughs> welcome to the to the room, everyone. You guys, I think I brought you all here. You guys would notice that they are with a third person. So Keith Vigna and John Lee Pennymore, you are seeing Donovan for the first time, and he looks like what Justin's about to say. Donovan Westhaven is about six foot one, six foot two, somewhere in between those two inches. Dark, nice hair, done up really nice, and he has like a, let's say he has like a button up, buttoned all the way up, tucked in. He's a handsome boy. Who are you? An adult boy, just to be make sure we all know that he's an adult. Who's this, Clark? <laughs> Guys, this is, this is Donovan. Donovan, this is the fellas. Uh, that's John over there, and that's uh, Keith there. I shake your hand, and I'm like, Donovan, I've known you all your life donovan doesn't shake he nods at you and's like hi what's up we ran into this guy like nod and smile over in the uh the administration building me and leon think there's a chance he's immune to these numbers he's been here on campus in the middle of what you're saying john lee pettymore walks straight into a wall like slams into it or (laughs) (laughs) john john no i'm still working out the kinks don't worry I've got it all in my hands. Oh, 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 oh God. Okay. Keith, what he, were you saying, though? Sorry. Has he been like this for a while? I mean, he, he was normal. <laughs> Longer than you know. He was normal until we saw that body. Then he started writing on the walls, and now I don't know what the fuck he's doing. Do you, do you Keith, have any missing time in your... No. Okay. Who's this guy? His name's Donovan. We ran into him. We think that he might be immune to the, the infection of the numbers. He, he said he's been having people yelling at him numbers all for the last few days. A few even. days, yeah, and he seems to have no ill effects. He doesn't, he Do, doesn't does it affect other time. people? I mean, it affected us. Have any other, do you know any other students it's been affecting? Oh, like um, all of them, except me. Okay. We actually ran into him. He, he had another fellow with him who was asking to be punched in the face, and then he started saying numbers, so I obliged. Well, uh, we found a... a <laughs> <laughs> we found a body in the elevator uh, dead. Um, I didn't investigate too much on it, but... It's uh, nearly moved on to the next phase. I kind of look at John and... Eyebrows high. <laughs> John smiles benevolently at you. I didn't investigate it too much, but uh, it could have been self-inflicted. I'm not really sure. Were, but, there, uh, were there numbers on or around the body? I mean, there's numbers all in this you building. You look around the yeah. room, and the room itself is also covered in these numbers, as was the hallway on the way down, the floor, the ceiling, all over the desk, the chair, all over the place in here. From what I'm gathering from Leon here, he's not even 100% sure the uh, method of infection, but he, he puts on headphones every now and then just to maybe combat the That's not the not a bad idea. So the only thing I've found, obviously, you know, we're in Harriet's room. Uh, we found out her her roommate's name is Amelia, Amelia Locke. Amelia Locke. We, yeah. We discovered um, that also. Have you seen this? And I hold up the flyer for the ball. Yeah. Do you, uh, do you know about the scavenger hunt? Yeah, but I haven't really found anything out about it. But uh, if you look over there and I point to Amelia's desk, take a look at those trophies. I do. You would see that they are trophies for being an elite riddle master and a scavenger hunt champion. Oh, yeah. So we... We found, I think I found her desk at the uh, administration's office. Oh, yeah. And uh, I saw some pictures of her holding these trophies here. Um, there was also a clue back at those offices. I assume maybe the first uh, clue yeah, in the scavenger. Yeah, what, what was it? It uh, basically asked how many presents does a person get on the 10th day of Christmas. 
And me and Leon have differing opinions on that number. <laughs> but either way, it's just a number. I don't know if it... Well, well I the, would say 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, and e, 1. Thank yes. you. Thank you, Keith. Thank you, John. Exactly. Leon. Uh, I'm just saying, you I just... You can take it, my answer on this as fairly authoritative. I don't understand. Are you really good at math? <laughs> Amongst other things. You there. What was his name? Donovan. What was his last name? West Haven. <laughs> West fucker. West. <laughs> it's Mist, a, Mr. It's Wet fucker, why do you think Mr. Wet fucker? You there, child. <laughs> Your voice got weird. Mr. Child, Mr. West fucker. Are you, do you hear Yeah, me? what's up? Why do you think the numbers had no effect on you? I couldn't tell you, honestly. I don't know. Tell me. I'm just, maybe I'm. You know it just like I know it. Tell me. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm special after all. Ah, uh, Yes. I can see it in you. <laughs> you are special. You are very special. More than you know, child. Is John speaking with an accent? Have you noticed? I don't know. I mean, he wasn't acting like this uh, before. Clark, your friends are weird and they're freaking me out. <laughs> so Leon here thinks that every day she's repeating the presents from the previous day. <laughs> I don't. No, I don't think that. I he, think it'd be 110. The, the only, Wait, the no, only leg he has do. to stand on is that she does say on the, on the fifth third day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. No, I thought that's what we were saying. Two and then repeats them all. Hey, out of, out of character, think about who made this puzzle. And then, <laughs> and then who do you think has the right... But I also, I agree with that. You get all the presents each day, right? You get all Isn't the presents. The, the true love is a real true love. Yeah. Well, if that's the case, then look at this. Also, 3.30 is and, the room uh, right next to us. Keith Vigno. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's the room right across the hall, and Keith Vigno holds up a sheet, and on the back of the sheet is all the math of, like, one plus three plus, you know, essentially a Fibonacci sequence, but not right. for this thing, and it leads to 330, which is the room across the hall, which Keith Vigno would then say, I found this in there. <laughs> <laughs> and I hold up another piece of paper. You guys fucking nailed it. We got there. I hold up a piece of paper that has a picture, like in cartoon form, a picture of seven eggs, a golf ball, a cat, a demon, and another egg. Yep. Uh, yeah, there was nothing in there besides it was just a normal. It's like we found out it's a like a staging dorm room that nobody lives in. It's just to show prospective students what a dorm room looks like. I found this in there, and there's a, a Casio keyboard in there too. Does that mean anything the to you? Casio keyboard. It doesn't mean anything. No. No, it doesn't mean anything to me either. But I can tell you, whoever made this riddle seems very cool. <laughs> <laughs> You a puzzle fan, Leon? Is oh, that... huge puzzle fan. I'm glad you're here with us then. <laughs> Do these look like emojis? From the movie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Are these emojis from the emoji movie? I don't know if there are. Yeah, essentially. They're this of similar ilk and style. But they're not emojis. I don't think so. Pick, you just would know. <laughs> right? No, I'm not there. I just mean like they're not like it's not made out of emojis. They're like cartoons. They're like cartoons. They're uh, illustrations. Cool. Like pictograms. They could be small enough to be sent in text form, though. <laughs> Does that make it an emoji? No, man. Oh, okay. <laughs> then no, definitively no. It was seven eggs, a golf ball, a cat. I saw seven eggs. A demon. 
and an egg. When you say demon, can you describe that demon? Is it like the demon emoji? Yeah, it looks like the demon emoji. Like it, like it, <laughs> <laughs> is it horns? Is that what it has? Yep. Okay. Purple with horns, baby. And, and a little toothy smile. <laughs> that one's an emoji. Uh, just a couple other things before. I don't know if, I mean, we ought to probably go check that room out. But uh, in Harriet's desk, she has a to-do list. Number one, research the most unethical corporation in the city. And number two, just said, who is the overseer? Mm. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, uh, in in uh, I know Amelia's desk, uh, she had a, a little note I found and basically says she didn't think that Harriet would have committed suicide and that she's going to try to get to the bottom of it. And that's what I found in here so far. So previously we were thinking that maybe it was a, uh, a leaping disease that went from one person to the next and you wrote down their names and yada yada. If Harriet killed herself first, then Amelia would have maybe gotten it or gotten it in investigating her death. That could be, Have we yeah. seen Amelia's name written anywhere in these numbers? And I do a quick look around at the actual numbers and see if I can find her name in the numbers. Nice. Roll search. I pass an eight on a 20. You find a couple numbers that start with one, but none of them move to whatever M is next. What about her last name? Just Locke. Can't find it anywhere. Okay. Yeah, I'm just not sure if our our theory's wrong or something else happened in the sequence of events here, but... Donovan, what do you think? I gotta get that jingle ball. I need it. You mean you have to get to the jingle ball? (laughs) Yeah, whatever. I just want to win, whatever. Donovan, do they give out an actual jingle ball at the jingle ball? If you make it there last, maybe. That was really rude of you to say that to me. Sick burn. (laughs) Leon. Yeah, what what the hell? (laughs) He's not. Children, children. I look at both of you like with a wry smile, but like paternal love. I am unsettled. As long as you're quiet, young man. Ugh. (laughs) holy shit and quiet he is (laughs) Jesus you see John Lee Pettymore is beaming at you with fraternal pride (laughs) do you think we ought to go back into 330 see if you guys might find something I didn't so yeah, I'd like to so beautiful. put my eyes on that room for sure. I'll, I'll head across the hall. So when you guys go across the hall into 3.30, you would find this dorm room set up to be the pinnacle of what all dorm rooms could look like here at CSU. Come on down. Become one of the fighting plant things can't remember it what's it venus called fly venus flytrap fly fly trap. and uh, well what if it was the fighting for scythias <laughs> i like that a lot feed me seymour and <laughs> there's a lot of things that we can offer you here at csu much like this dorm room that is very well equipped with lots of blankets and pillows and athleisure which is what the college kids are wearing these days <laughs> Bad commercial for CSU, (laughs) but uh, you would see that all over this room, there are numbers thickly written. I mean, to the point to where it's hard to make out the sequences, just like everywhere else. However, in the middle of this room, there is just a Casio keyboard sitting there. It's turned on, and there's a music stand that is now empty. I'd like to play the keyboard cat riff. Oh, you do it. Can you do it? Boop, 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 boop. It just kind of goes on, right? 
John knows it though. <laughs> Does the pictogram symbols do they end with a single egg? Yes. I picked this up off that music stand. And the symbols are on a staff. On a music staff? Yes. Oh. Oh. Is it in the form of E, G, C, D, E? It's written just across the music staff it's with not... no up or down. Okay. But we might assume. One might assume. One, well, a, a guess might be. It's... The guess that was clearly being made there. I want to hit those notes that are the first letters of the words of the pictures. E. Justin, can you take that live for us? <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> he is majestic. Wait, does that keyboard work? That keyboard does not have an outboard audio on it, but we could pause and go to the piano real quick. I'd like to hear it. Let's pa- take a pause and go to the upright piano real quick. Joe hammered down those notes that he got. And keep, keep in mind, my dad is a professional <laughs> piano player. So it only took us about 45 minutes <laughs> to crack this one. It's four in the morning. We're all dying. But assuming the first letter of egg, golf ball, cat, demon, and egg represents musical notes, it might sound a little bit something like this. <laughs> and as Keith Vigna or Clark Bishop or all of you with your hands That's why all that together exactly. just doing it like the cat did on the keyboard as you play the Jingle Bells tune you all the camera like pans oh, through shit. you none of us thought to not do this <laughs> <laughs> and no, it's nice. You look through the window and you see right out the window of 330 Gifts House, you see the bell tower on the CSU campus lit up in all its holiday festive glory. Are there wreaths? Dude, you have no idea how many wreaths there are. You can't count them. Are there lights? Because you can only see two sides of it. And there are so many lights, but you don't know how many lights. Is there a minion inflatable? There's a minion inflatable right on top. <laughs> it's actually using it like a butt plug. And trees? And trees. Cool. <laughs> We got it all, baby, here at CSU. Come on down and join us for your next semester of fun and fall festivities that can take you all the way from the jingle ball to a new hall of your new office, which is where you work now, because you've got a college degree and it's America, which is all you need to work in the system that is in place to keep you down. CSU, come on down, get kept down. I just graduated today. (laughs) 